Hey guys, and welcome back to yet another episode of Talking with Andrew and Chris. This is in fact our 25th episode, and we want to thank you guys so much for listening each week for the past 25 weeks. That really means a lot. Unfortunately, Andrew couldn't be here right now. He's still a little sick, but don't worry, he'll be back next week doing the same things he always does. And he's just missing out on this intro. He's in this episode, contributing to the conversation, having an all-around blast talking to our guest this week, Daniel from the band Victory Lane, based in the UK, talking to some of our friends from across the pond who just put out an incredible EP called Bare Bones. Go check that out right now on Standby Records. And speaking of other things to check out, Andrew and I have a band called The Stash. We recently just put out a song called Thunder, and every week on our Instagram, at the stash NY, we are doing acoustic covers, stripped down videos of our music, just uploading content, different ways we like to create outside of just putting out the sort of formal song and release plan. So check that out and tune in each week for those things. And lastly, with that being said, the reason we're all here is the podcast. If you guys wouldn't mind liking, commenting, subscribing, leaving a review anywhere that allows you to do that on your preferred listening platforms, that would be greatly appreciated. And if you're fans of guests like Victory Lane, go back and check out our episodes with Broadside, Ballyhoo, Hungover, Keep Flying, a few punk rockers we've interviewed to name a few. If you like this episode, those might be up your alley. And with that being said, let's jump into it. Here is Life Past 98 by Victory Lane on Talking with Andrew and Chris. I'm so sick of living in my imperfect skin. I still need any clothes that don't fit in. I'm so bad, bones. But that's how I'm known. You miss the curse, but this worse, the can't be thrown. Until the path that I roam is not alive. But it's only. Hey guys, and we're back with another episode, episode number 25, and we want to welcome, from across the pond, our new friend Daniel of the band Victory Lane. How you doing, man? Yo, I'm good. I'm very good. I'm very hot, but I'm very good. <laughs> <laughs> You're very hot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty warm over there right now, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's like 32, which is probably nothing for you guys, but like for us, it's... Us, we're all just melting away no i mean that's still pretty high <laughs> when you're you yeah know, when for those who don't know he's speaking in celsius yeah yeah that's right yeah <laughs> oh i was gonna say 32 grab your parka <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm thir- just 32 is when water freezes bro how are you hot <laughs> yeah yeah i'm glad you understand anyway <laughs> yeah it's cool my parents are from europe not to brag okay, okay cool. <laughs> but he always brags about it so yeah, does he yeah, really yeah. not want to brag no i don't think it's a brag it comes up just a lot water. though Listen, it's just a fact, okay? Like, it's just a fact that, you know, like, some people have won Grammys. If they bring it up, are they bragging or are they just being truthful? I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand that. True. Touche. I'd brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Daniel, man, what, what, what have you been up to? How's life been for you guys? 
Uh, pretty busy, actually. We're um, obviously releasing a new EP called Bare Bones on the 26th of July, which is Friday. Pretty nuts. We've been, like, really busy with everything that goes with, like, releasing and stuff, getting everything ready, like music videos and all that cool stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been pretty nuts, actually, considering, like, we recorded, like, last February or something like that. Um, it's just not non-stop, really. <laughs> We're just doing trying to like secure a label and stuff, and then once we did that, it was just like, whoa, all this stuff started happening. Yeah, yeah. How, how old are all you guys? So, uh, I'm actually 28 years old, but I really don't 28. Uh, and the other boys are like in their 20s as well, so like, yeah, I look, I actually put the youngest out of all of us, which is hilarious. Whoa, nice 28, and you're the youngest, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, I look it, I look it, but I'm not. I think oh. I'm twenty-three or twenty-four. I think. So. Oh, okay. I see what you mean now. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That that's cool. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the youngest in our band. Andrew and I are both in a band called The Stash, and um, I'm twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, it's a good it's a good age, I think, to have things start I happening. Think, I think. Yeah, that it, like it's definitely like in your twenties where you start to actually like start trying. Yeah, so that's when like you have the right with it all, and yeah. Yeah, that's I get when, that. That's when your own life starts. Yeah. <laughs> for for me, it's like I was signed with um my my old band. We were on Victory Records for a bit. Okay, sweet. I've heard of Victory Records. Yeah, and it was cool. We I, we got signed like right out of high school. I was like eighteen, nineteen. Our, our uh, drummer was sixteen, and it was a lot to handle. It yeah, didn't, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. It didn't really go uh, as well no. as we probably wanted it to. Blessing <laughs> in disguise, though. Uh, I love hardcore. We were a hardcore band, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I'm glad to be, we make pop music now, and so this is like our yeah. second shot at it all. Me and Andrew are on uh, Anchor 84, and so it's nice. it's it's been nice to approach this in our 20s when there's like a maturity and yeah. like a level-headedness, so I totally get where you guys are coming from. Yeah, it's hard, it was, I've obviously been in bands since I was about 18 years old, and you just you just kind of have like different reasons to actually be in a band, and like you don't really feel like it's a serious actual decision to go forward as a career and everything. You just kind of just wing it with everything. Um, but obviously, when, like you said, when you hit your 20s, you actually start to give a shit. So, Well, that that's go time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Game is time. on at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, I probably should actually start doing something with this now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, well, now that like it is fun, but I've been having fun since I was a kid, so how do I make money and have fun? Yeah. But so I'm sure most of our audience isn't familiar mm-hmm. with you guys, and I'm very excited about that because yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to be the first to bring you to our peers and our listeners. So oh, with, yeah. with that being said, one thing I love to do on this show is have our artists take us back. And for you, I want you to take us way back. Like, where did you grow up? Right. When did you first get into music? And just bring us through your journey that led you to signing with Standby and to our conversation here right now. Okay, so... I grew up um, listening to like skate punk, uh, like Sum 41, New Found Glory, the Ataris, Blink 182, everything on like the Kung Fu Records uh, roster. I basically just started getting into music through just listening to my brother's CDs, basically. So I'd get back from school and then 
I'd see like a bunch of CDs like on his bed and then I'd just check them out and see what, what was what and stuff. And I just kind of fell in love with the fact that all these bands like had a message and just related to everything that was going on in my life at the time and everything. And just really, really wanted to do that. Just outright, just make music that people gave a shit about, but also, you know, came away with the message that I was trying to give to them and stuff. So, um, but I was in two bands before Victory Lane and I didn't really, I didn't really, um, try to sort of put a message out there as much as I tried to just kind of jump the gun and make a, make a name of, uh, the band that I was doing sort of thing, not putting the emotion in there and stuff. And with Victory Lane, I think that's what we started to do a lot more. Um, especially with the upcoming release of Bare Bones, like five songs on there are like about one of us um, and a time period that we've gone through or something that's, you know, important to one of us. Um, so I think that's like the main sort of like thing we really wanted to do with Victory Lane is just like provide a message to an audience. So that's pretty much where Victory Lane came from. So, like, the for- the formation of Victory Lane, like, you were in these two bands prior, right? Probably just doing the local thing, maybe not thinking yeah. too much of it, maybe not ever thinking you'd be signed one day, but so so how do you get to where you are now, you know? Um, just by just working extremely hard, um, just grinding out, like, shows after shows to, like, know people, um, and then writing constantly, um but then sort of enjoying it like instead of wanting something to happen just sort of do the thing that makes you happy and then majority of the time if you 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 know putting your heart and soul into it it just sort of happens and that's kind of what happened like with standby yeah we were looking for a label but we sort of got to a point where we were like let's just release a song you know ourselves and whatever and see where that goes and that's what we did with a song called i can't uh, can't let you back in um and then from that we just started thinking oh well maybe you know a label will be more interested now there's a new song out there and then yeah that's what happened like they obviously heard one of the songs that was going to be on the ep and um yeah they gave us the deal which was awesome so it just got the ball like ball moving basically and uh that's where we are now so you, you guys said you recorded those songs back in February of, yeah, that's of right. 2019 or 18? 18. 18. It could have been 17. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So you waited quite some time to put out that first yeah. single. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, um, we just, we, we were under a different management and, um, you know, he was trying to pull strings and stuff and uh, it wasn't kind of working out. Um, and then we went on this new management called, um, savior management and, uh, with this guy called Jay, who was like a good friend of ours. And, um, yeah, he just kind of just got us a lot more and put us in the right place. Um, so we owe a lot to him really. But, um, like I said, like we weren't, we weren't extremely trying anymore. We just kind of, we were just loving what we were doing and, and it just kind of fell into place really. It was a lot of hard work, obviously, but at the same time, we were enjoying what we were doing. So, and that's kind of still like now. 
Like we still, we still enjoy it. We work extremely hard, but we still love what we do. (laughs) So, well, for sure. I mean, you know, we all know what it's going to take for you guys to get to being like a headlining act, right? You have to tour relentlessly. You have to promote your music and endlessly. (laughs) endlessly. And you, you also have to find a way to stand out from the many other bands from within your genre. And you have to be able to connect with fans too. Which is like a yeah, whole exactly. other thing that a lot of people forget about, I think, when they're thinking about oh, yeah. like a band making it. Because it's like, yeah, you need your songs to be good and you need a lot of people to hear them and like them. It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, not the easy part, but like that part everyone understands. But then you have to be able to be able to connect with those fans that liked your music you and keep them connected. Like, yeah, you almost have to have like a personality. Yeah, exactly. Your band has to have a personality so that people can identify you as actual people instead of just musicians um it's really that is really important with us to be fair like we do that a lot with socials and stuff like and uh we try and keep like our audience like almost like just friends like we we see them at shows and whatever and they're just like we just hang out and stuff you know like we're not like pretending to be huge or anything and i i I even like if this band like hits the stratosphere or whatever i think we'll still be like hanging out with people before shows and whatever. So I don't think that'll ever change, to be honest, because I think that's like probably one of the best things about being in a band is just meeting new people and socializing stuff. That, yeah. That's yeah. why we have this podcast right now, dude. So, exactly. so Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like what, what Andrew and I are doing with our band is right now we don't really have the means to tour. We're sort of focusing on the music and focusing on growing our following on the internet. I'm sure... We all know Spotify is like the new end-all, be-all. Like when people want your numbers, they want they want your Spotify. It's ridiculous, right? It's like the only thing that matters. So, so what we're trying to do is, you know, we want to make this band, especially now that we, we have a contract, we want to make this band something. We don't want to waste this opportunity. So we're trying to play the game. And we're... Yeah, you got it. You know, we, we enjoy, honestly, we enjoy this podcast. Me and Andrew have been talking about a podcast for years before we did this. Like, what would the concept be? But then it sort of clicked. We're not touring right now, and we missed going out there, meeting people, hanging out early, staying really late. You don't, there's like something you can't get outside of social media that is the human yeah. interaction that I think any band no. that does that has that longevity. They'll survive the MySpace era if they've been around for a while and then they'll survive the Twitter era and they'll survive what comes next because they yeah. have their fans that stick with them through that. And I think even more so than that, like, yeah, there's something different about like that connection, but I think it's even different like at a venue or whatever, you know, like meeting people there because they're all there for the same thing, whether it's the same band or just music in general. So you already have that great connection and it's a lot easier to make friends than when you go to like a coffee shop or a bar or something when you're Mm -hmm. like, I don't know why this person's here. It could be a completely different reason that I'm here and it's just a bunch of people in one room. But at least at a show, it's a bunch of people in a room that all have at least one pretty similar interest that they love to talk about. Yeah. And it's just like they're putting their time and effort to come and see live music. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's so easy now to like be able to to listen to bands or even get in touch with bands and everything with everything with socials and stuff but like to actually go to shows you know local shows like they're the real people to me like that's like that's what i love doing like i love going to like local shows 
of bands that you know are just breaking the mold and they're trying something new and whatever that's like really really important because i think like um a lot of bands say the same thing but like that's where everyone comes from at the end of the day like everyone starts in like the you know terribly awful shows but like that's where it all starts and that's where the magic starts and it's cool to be involved in all that (laughs) well dude let me tell you this much my friend the other day needed someone to fill in for his band and so i was like okay yeah i'll come play some guitar and and i was like where are we playing and he's like yeah man like it's not it's not the biggest place it's it's kind of just this hole in the wall that like it's it's hiding the fact that it's a venue from the town and it's it's going to be really hot and sweaty and 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 jam-packed and and there was like uh you know and i was like perfect I miss that. I miss playing <laughs> yeah, shows yeah. in tiny, small, yeah. intimate places. That yeah. and that's like you know, it's it's. There's something about that. Like obviously, yeah. I want to rip an yeah. arena one day so mm-hmm. badly. But mm-hmm. there's something fun about just like being two inches away from the person yeah. in front of you, and it's, like you know, it's yeah. like it's like you go to a even like a theater show, and like when the stage is higher than the audience or whatever, there's like a like a almost a disconnect where it's like they're they're the the talent and i am but the consumer Mm -hmm. and i'm just watching them do their thing but then like when you're in those small venues like the coffee shops or the basement shows or the house shows or whatever like the only difference between you and the audience is that you're holding an instrument and that's just so cool and it just makes everybody have a better time because then the audience feels involved right and like you can't replicate that anywhere else yeah because it's like you can see the whole crowd so you can, you know, you can interact with the people that, you know, are actually giving a shit at the time. Whereas, like, if you play, like, a giant arena, like, you, yeah, you can, you can try your best to, like, make that one, like, that person's day or night or whatever. But, like, if they're, like, a million miles away in, like, Rose Z or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's going to be hard for you to, you know, get that interaction. Yeah, it's so, it's it's hard it to make a connection is. with someone when you can't see their face because yeah, it's so sure. small. <laughs> but yeah. it's cool. Like I think we all, and it seems like you are. I know I am. We have to enjoy this part of our careers and keep, oh, yeah. keep working hard, like you've been doing, like we've been doing, to get to the places we're talking about. But you know, we got to enjoy this part right now because there's something about. You'll probably the thing is you'll probably get to the point of like this this pipe dream or whatever everyone talks about where like you're enormous and you'll probably you'll probably like think about the the days where like three or four people turned up or whatever and you know you still killed the show and that feeling of you know did i do a good job or whatever and there's not people just constantly hounding you all the time for more music and whatever you just your own your own sort of motive you know what i mean like I think a lot of musicians probably look back and think, oh, God, I wish I just had my own freedom to just do whatever the hell I want to do now. So, I, I, like you said, we've got to enjoy these moments, and that's what we're doing. Like, it's better. It beats, like, you know, nine, five jobs. And I work in a coffee shop, which hey, isn't great. <laughs> yeah, like... man. Hey, dude, listen. Now, it, it, it almost feels like you come from the same scene that I grew up coming from, but obviously that's not the case. But you, we have a, we seem to have a similar mentality. So I'd love to know, like, where exactly are you guys from first off? And what was that local scene like for you guys? Because it's clear you have the hustle and enjoy it 
punk mentality that like we were given so i'm from well three of us are from the west midlands in uh, in england which is like birmingham um like location probably never heard of it i mean i've heard That's of birmingham yeah, well here yeah. let me ask you this this might help me a little bit who's your football team uh i support wolverhampton wanderers okay okay my dad watches a lot of a lot of the Premier League, so that helps me a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's where basically I'm even I'm even closer to Wolverhampton than I am Birmingham. Cool. So I'm a Jets fan, you. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> close. All right. Close. But so, uh, um, okay, so like right right outside of Birmingham, just just about kinda. And so so what was that like? Um, it was hard when I well I mean when I was growing up, everything was metal, and I didn't want to. I love metal music. But I didn't want to do metal music. Like I was from like the skate punk era and stuff, and that wasn't around my scene at all. So we were playing shows in my old bands, like to a metal audience with like you know clean vocal and all like all these like major chords and stuff, and just looking out and going, "Ah man, <laughs> they don't like us." Um, but from that that was kind of cool because it meant that if you were like one of like, you know, the people that stood out, the one of the bands that stood out from, from everyone else. Cause we like at the area we're from is extremely influenced by metal, like extremely influenced. So, um, that's probably why it was, it was quite hard really. But the scene now is pretty awesome. Like Birmingham's really, really good for pop punk. So that's probably what drove us even further with Victory Lane um, and the direction we wanted to take really was because obviously it's music we want to play, but it's also music everyone wants to hear. So it it was really, really, really useful to have like that scene in Birmingham. Um, Yeah, basically that's where we're from. But my drummer... Our drummer is from uh, London, so I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so like it's uh, it's 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 unusual, really. Um, we have to like meet up for practices and everything. It's kind of a distance, but like it's nothing for you guys, like in the states. But like, yeah, yeah. But it's all it's all relative. It it really is all yeah, relative. Yeah, yeah. It's all relative because yeah. there so, are some days where like yeah, it's like there are some days where you go on like a six hour drive and you're like, well, we had a 12 hour drive two days ago. So this is nothing. But then there are days yeah. where, because you haven't been on the road in a while, you like have to drive 20 minutes to a friend's house. You're like, Oh my gosh, really? Do I even want to go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all right. It depends on how you're feeling. Now, yeah. let me ask you this. Okay. Yeah. How does an hour drive feel to you? An hour drive. Yeah. Like, is... w- like what is something that is important enough to do an hour drive? And what's something that's like, I'm not going an hour for that. Yeah, I'd love to know. Because <laughs> for me, an hour drive is like, oh, cool. I'll listen to an album. We're good. It's easy. It's nothing. Yeah, I don't personally drive. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like in the midst of sort of learning to drive and I'm sort of like taking my bike to work and stuff. So, um, but if I'm in a car or in, or in like the tour van or whatever, like, there has been some pretty pretty crazy ass drives where we've traveled from like south coast all the way to like scotland which is like all the way up in north and stuff so but then like we toured with a band uh in our own words and they came over for from the states to the uk 
and um, they were like these 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 journeys are like nothing compared to what we're used to. So I remember my my friends uh, they were touring in America all the time, and then they finally did a UK tour when they came back. They were like, yeah, I mean, it was definitely weird going from like twelve to eight hour drives to like one to three hour drives normally, and having the other band be like, oh my god, we have to drive two hours tomorrow. That's so much. And I was like, dude, <laughs> wow. It's yeah, just that's, that's... different strokes for different folks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's awesome, yeah, man. <laughs> that's like the best answer, really, is the fact that, like, for you guys, like, the UK is tiny. So yeah. my so... best answer is I don't mind driving if I did drive anywhere in the UK because it's all kind of quite easily. Yeah, I mean, well, it definitely... Cool. I feel like that's like, a bit of a different uh, approach than I, I think I would hear if I asked, like, maybe a more like a survey-sized group of people from your area, right? So that, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That shows you're a musician, though. You don't mind the travel. Which is weird. No, 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 no. no. I love it. I love it. Because like, the, the band that I was touring with, their bass player was from England, and okay, I never understood why he was so antsy in the car, like, all the time. Like, he was just, like, losing his uh, mind on long drives. And I'm like, bro, you need to calm down. <laughs> like, we still have, like, four hours to go. Andrew, yeah, Andrew used to tour with, like, a, a pretty successful pop rock band for a while. And they were sort of pieced together from, from members from all over. And yeah. uh, their, their bass player, Chris, was uh, yeah. the yeah. Brit. They, you know, um, called himself the Dirty Brit. That's true. Have you heard of, <laughs> have you heard of uh, James Bourne? Uh yeah, James Bourne yeah yeah it's it was his younger brother to drop some names to f- make me feel cool. <laughs> Just his younger brother though, not James. Yeah, I've never but, met James. James yeah. doesn't know who I am, but me and his brother Chris very tight. Yeah, <laughs> me and Andrew really like busted and uh, Mick busted, so for True. us it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's right. True, that's you know. Brother. Jonas Brothers who? <laughs> but uh no man so i actually like so you're playing all these shows around birmingham mm-hmm. where are you guys playing is there like a venue is it because you know in the states we'll play anywhere we can right we'll, we'll play in someone's basement or garage or, you know we don't play base well we do play like basement shows and whatever we don't play garage shows here or like garage shows or whatever we play like um we play like venues and like like pubs which are called like bars for you guys <laughs> it's yeah, like all these yeah. like um (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but like yeah every every like city or town or whatever has got like a pretty awesome venue we're quite lucky really with that especially on this store quite quite a lot of uh quite a lot of the venues are pretty good actually so some of them maybe are like attached to bars or whatever but for us it's like Every city we, we play has got like a good venue, so it's quite we're quite lucky, really. So I gotta ask because Andrew and I spent quite some time, all right, me- many hours uh, doing the DIY touring circuit in in our in America, and that is pretty much there's a Facebook group called DIY Tour Postings, and you go in there and you're like, hey, here's the routing I want to do. Can anyone hopefully help me fill in dates at these shows? And you're playing anywhere you can play i'm talking backyards to sometimes actually really nice venues is that possible in the uk like like what is diy like over there it's uh it's kind of more sort of centralized with like booking agents really so you you sort of like you you either have your own booking agent or if you have management they sort of tell you a booking agent that's doing a certain tour or whatever that you can jump on but if you like creating your own actual like circuit and whatever you have to contact the venues like 
you can go on like these Facebook groups and whatever, like you say. So it is kind of similar, but I think it's just because like you've got a lot more ground to cover. So there's a lot more sort of um, more obscure sort of places you can play. Whereas here it's kind of like you're either playing a, a bar or a nightclub or an actual venue. <laughs> like we've played like hotels and shit as well. Okay. But, like, it sounds like it's almost harder to get started where hard. you guys are from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's really tough because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of competition, um, and also sort of like the booking agents kind of don't like each other. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, that helps. Where, like, all right, so you with this booking agent for this tour, and you're like, yeah, you're like, okay, well, we don't really like those guys, so <laughs> so uh, sorry, but fuck off. Yeah, so that sucks. But like, for the most part, it's not. It's not that tough. It's just um it's 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 quite hard to get a, a tour together that you're hundred percent happy with. Um but you know, if you go through the right people, you know the right people, it's not it's not too difficult. Yeah, so how'd you guys even go about finding your, your first booking agent and, and like yeah. taking those how steps? Did, how did you get crazy? How me. did you get your foot in the door of being able to play the actual venues? Because I hope you know, like what you're describing to me sounds highly competitive. Yeah, like, it sounds crazy. It's, it's crazy. Because like if we wanted to tomorrow, like we could book a shitty tour and play all yeah. the dates and there would mm-hmm. probably be at least two to three people to show up and watch us. At least. And that's like 60 people at the end of a tour. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to do that though. That sounds that sounds awesome, but like that would be really hard to set up for us. Um, it's just one of those things. I think. I think, like I said, I think it's because you've got a lot more ground to cover. You got a lot more cities and places. Um, whereas the UK is kind of like tight knit, and it's like it's 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 hard to sort of um, like you say. There's a lot of people trying to book the same venue, trying to book the same nights and whatever. So. You've got to kind of get lucky. Some t- most of the time, we're just trying to jump onto um, to tours that are already sort of in the circuit. Um, but most of the time, like you've got to be really lucky on that as well. So it is a lot of luck, but it's you know if you don't try, you don't succeed. So we just have to keep pushing for it. But literally, like <laughs> I'd love to do what you said. And just like play like gardens and stuff. It sounds sick. <laughs> hey man, I mean, well, co- come never... to the states and join the DIY um, Facebook group. I'm sure they would love to have a British band play in their house. Yeah, you honestly could. I mean, you guys are, are you know, thankfully when you come here, I'm sure it won't be via that route, but you could. And I, th- I guess it's good to know anyone listening, maybe from your neck of the woods, right? You can do that if you want. You can you can tour the states. <laughs> you can tour the states if you really want to. You need someone to add you to the <laughs> Facebook group. Find me. I'll get you in there. <laughs> You've got your in. But you know, so no, I I, I've kind of heard of that, but I didn't actually think that that was like an actual like plus, way to go. Plus pop punk. So- is like like that is the genre for DIY yeah. tours. Yeah. We were like a folk a folk rock band and we were constantly playing punk rock shows. And yeah. thank God we all yeah. come from a punk rock background cuz we knew how to get the crowd behind what we were doing even yeah. though it was different. If, if there was no sound, we could have looked like a pop punk band. Yeah, yeah, you know? totally. And, and we definitely have been in your shoes where we once played a metal showcase as a folk rock band and we didn't like if we had played first Maybe it would have been fine, but we played like third out of five. 
So it was very random. It'd be like, it was like two metal bands and then us folk rockers. And then the headlining band was like the kind of metal band that painted their faces. So I was like, I don't know if the promoter listened to us before he was yeah, like, yeah, you can play. That was tough. I mean, we make pop, pop rock now, but um, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if that would have been better though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would have. But, you know, dude, like some of the I guess I'll just like before we jump on to the next thing, because I, I really want to talk about your new music and, and all that you guys have on the horizon. But one of the craziest places that we've played that comes to mind is there's this place in Georgia called oh, yeah. the uh, Statesboro or the estate. It? The estate. And it sounds awesome, right? You're like, oh shit, we're playing the estate? Fuck yeah. Sounds great. And then even when like you talk to the guys, like, yeah, we have this like it's honestly a pretty big uh spot and like we own it and we can do whatever we want inside. Like it's awesome. And you're like, Oh, that's so cool. And then you get there and there are two dogs and you're like, Wow, this is so cool. But they're literally squatting there, bro. Like there's no way they own that place. It's unfinished. Yeah, you it's can like definitely see outside ab- depending on where you stand in the building. It's definitely an abandoned building. Yeah, so that's DIY, uh, you know? And it's, like, the kind yeah, of neighborhood... It's the kind of neighborhood yeah. where, like, we showed up to the venue, like, really early just because we wanted to get there early. And we are like, all right, no one's here yet. Like, not even the promoter or whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. So let's take a walk into town. We walk into town for, like, five minutes, find a rundown car wash with an abandoned dog. And we called animal control and had to wait there for, like, an hour and a half for them to, like, come and rescue this dog. And I was like, where am I right now? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you can right. tour anytime you want. You just have to be prepared you for some wild times. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. And we also, I think it was also in the state of Georgia, we we played at a college. It was kind of a frat house. It was more like a small house of dudes next to a frat house. But we played a house show there, which the show was dope. But then when we were going to sleep, we looked outside and we're like, oh, look, cockroaches. And then the cockroaches started to fly. And we were like, well... This is a little unsettling. <laughs> yeah, that was uh we played a living room for that one. So, you know, we've we've done it. We've done the thing. Yeah. We're here to tell you that it is fun, but there are some scary times. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best, that's the best thing about it to be honest is the fact that like you have those stories and you have those experiences. It's like the best part about being in a band really. True. Is to tell these like stories of like how something didn't work out. Like a lot of a lot of touring is like like these hilarious stories that just come out of the woodwork and stuff so it's like part i love it yeah i wouldn't trade it for it can, sure it can only happen on tour i mean there was one tour i was on where our our motto for like anything was just for the story like if someone was like yo this person just hit us up like to go to this weird house that they're having a party at for an hour if you want to go and i'd be like oh, i don't know i'm kind of tired and like dude come on for the story and i'm like all right yeah for the story <laughs> let's go yeah you have to all right <laughs> It's definitely a dangerous yeah, like way to that. live your life, but it's it is pretty fun. But but yeah, it sounds man. like a, it sounds like a good song to be fair for the story. True. I mean, hey man, you're the you're the one who writes more songs than me, so you can have <laughs> yeah. that one. But if you don't use it soon, right. I might use it. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> so so speaking of like writing songs and all that, dude, why don't you tell us about? the new album that's set to come out at the end of the month. You were speaking a lot in the early parts of this conversation about the message behind the music. All right. So like, like I said, it's five songs that we put our heart and souls into. Um, and it's pretty nuts because I remember like us writing this EP. Um, we were like me and my friend Dan, like there's two Dans in the band, by the way. That's so fun. Yeah. So I'm Dan L and he's Dan R. Um, nice. Left and right. And, yeah, left and right, exactly. And um, so he he just kept coming around my house, and we were just, like, writing songs in my bathroom, like, over 
over over again um and like literally now i look back and i'm like how how did we like how did we write all these songs like they've got so much feeling and meaning to them but when i think about the actual writing process of us just being cramped in my little bathroom i'm like where, where did the like inspiration come from for the the actual songs and stuff but oh my god like I am really, really hyped to like have people actually finally hear it. Like, even just we released two singles from it already, um, and everyone seems to dig those. But like, there's still songs on there that I've been like, "Oh my god, I really want people to hear this, this song." Um, so yeah, I, I honestly, it's just like the most exciting thing to have new music that you really, really care about. You've put money into, you've put your heart and soul into. But like, oh, it's just nuts. Like thinking about it, it's just, it's literally coming out on Friday. It's crazy to me. Because like I said, like, it's been a long time. Since we've had these songs for a long, long time. But um, yeah, every song on there is different as well, which is pretty awesome. We wanted to do this thing where we wanted like each song to bring something different. Um, so the songs on there that are kind of like a little heavier. And then there's songs on there that have got almost like a pop element to them. And then there's songs that like have like a really almost like <laughs> a classic rock element to them. Uh, we just really wanted to push everything into it. And we all have different influences. So it was really important that we just like used as many of our influences as possible and just created five songs that we're really proud of um but it like i said it still feels pretty crazy i'm talking to two people about it now because we've just had them for so so long and at one point we were like it's never gonna happen it's never gonna happen and now like it's happening on friday and it's just like whoa it's yeah, pretty we, nuts. The, uh, we know the feeling the, the power of positive thinking is a strong thing man oh yeah True. for sure now let me ask you why the bathroom <laughs> Dude, literally, my house is connected to two other houses, right? So okay. my bathroom is in a strategic place where one, you get a good sound because bathrooms give good sounds. True. Two, it's away from any like neighbors, and I haven't got a third to be honest. But it just it, it, <laughs> it also makes for a cool story because like if you ever see my bathroom, which is like a weird ass thing to say to someone um it is really really tiny and like fitting us two people in there um it's kind of funny and we're writing for an album at the moment and i keep saying to myself like we need like a we need a cooler location to write these songs because <laughs> like keep writing them in here is a bit strange <laughs> well hey man i really hope that one day i get to see your bathroom yeah for sure <laughs> Maybe it'll be like uh, on a on a documentary or something, and like someone will be in there going, yeah. "This is they wrote their song. This is where the magic happened." <laughs> now, are you? The... Well, you know what you have to do in that documentary. You have to walk over and like flush the toilet and be like, "Yep, still flushes." Just to show them that like some things don't change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, let me ask you this. Are you the main songwriter in the group, or is there like a collaborative effort? Is there like two of you? What's the deal with that? It's uh, it's me and Dan. It's it's me Dan and Dan, Dan. for the for the for this EP. It was just uh, me, me and Dan really. Like he'd have a song idea, 
he'd bring it over. We'd uh, we'd we'd work on it and work on it and work on it. Um, and then obviously I'd have my own ideas and stuff. Um, majority of the time, I write the lyrics. Um, and then Dan will like, I'll, I'll like, like put down the groundwork almost for for like the music. And then, like, the boys will take it and sort of make it a lot better, <laughs> basically. Like, um, do you yeah, play an instrument a, or are you just like a singer yeah, or what? I, I do, I do play guitar, but I don't, I, I, I do, I just write like basic guitar and then, like, the boys take it and sort of make it cooler. <laughs> but I see, <laughs> you, I see you front the band. So, is that like a stylistic choice or just you're more comfortable without? I just, yeah, I've, I've always just been like really comfortable about like keeping sort of keeping vocals very sort of separate from from everything. Um, it's always been this thing like I can always play guitar on stage, but there's something about like holding a microphone and like I always look at like I always look at like singers like Freddie Mercury and stuff and how he just had like the crowd in his hand and stuff and. I've always kind of thought, oh man, if I could just like have that amount of control, like that would be like the dopest thing ever. And I think that's what like I always just like go, mm, I could play bass, but nah, I'll just yeah. I'll just hold a phone and that cool. <laughs> so that's yeah, kind of yeah. I, so that there comes the classic rock influence. I mean, you you so you obviously are not you don't just listen to the skate punk and all that you said early on. Not anymore, anyway. I I used to only listen to that sort of stuff, but then like I have inf- I have influences from like Madonna and like just like the most respect obscure things like yeah from like like the Beatles. Cat Stevens is like one of them, which is a weird one, but like just like really weird like influences. Every now and then, I'll listen to something, even if it's like completely different from from like anything like like R&B and stuff like I think it's important that like you keep you know you just you keep your options open with music I don't like these people that that just stick very very close to one genre like I don't think that it's a problem or whatever and it's you know it's up to whatever it's up to the person at the end of the day but like I personally don't I don't agree with it I think you should sort of branch out on like genres and everything because there's so so much like out there that that people create like you know even like rap music like it's the most there's just like so so much music like why would you just keep yourself just one saturated genre it just doesn't make any sense to me but that's just me anyway right i mean i think we all become musicians because we're fans of music first and foremost so you yeah, gotta check sure. it all out. I mean, even if you don't like it, you gotta check it out, right? Like curiosity. Because yeah. even because I mean, different genres borrow from each other all the time and stuff. Like you know, you wouldn't have this genre if it wasn't for this genre kind of thing. So like, look you, at ska. Look at look at what ska. What is ska? It's a combination of punk, reggae, and rock. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah. I'm not surprised that that's yeah. the one that you picked out out of all the genres you could have picked from. But <laughs> yeah, if, true. I fucking love Listen, ska. Dude. If Chris so could have know. his way, our pop band. Yeah, if Chris could have his way, we would be a ska band. So we were writing a song recently, and it has like this like awesome like um, like scarish sort of lead guitar twang uh, on the verse and stuff. Um, 
and it's like every single time we start playing it, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> I just gonna dude, just, you got to send that to Chris. I already love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, like, like I said, like, the, like we love, 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 love this EP. Don't get me wrong, but like, we're still writing now, um, and the new, new stuff is even more out there. Like, we've never been this band that's kind of just. Like I said, like stuck to one specific subgenre of pop punk. Like we've always kind of thought, oh, what would it be like if, like, you, know, you made it kind of R and B esque at this point? And what would it be like if, you know, you did put like a bit more of like a like a Zeppelin sort of solo on this like part where every like all the band comes in do you know what i mean like oh yeah these things kind of like no one really wants to to touch yeah and like we're just like all over it really because yeah. we just think if it makes sense at the time and you know we enjoy it there's probably people out there that, that do there's probably going to be people out there that don't but let's face it that's <laughs> That's an inevitable. That's everything anyway. Like, no one's going to like everything. Yeah. So. I mean, we say it all the time, like, especially about us, but really I think it applies to everybody. Like, you never really find your sound totally, or at least we haven't. <laughs> I'm sure so. there, there are a couple bands that they find their sound and, like, that's it, but that's maybe one out of every million bands. Like, you got you to gotta keep evolving. Mm-hmm. I don't think if it's even, like, I mean, like, I do get, like, evolving as such as a band. But I think it's important that you sort of, you keep your sort of stamp that makes your band, you know, your band. But you can add things that, you know, make it more interesting in certain points. Or, I don't know. It's like it's like what we were talking about before with your, you just got to add your personality to it. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that that's like the new song that we were writing that I was talking about. Like a lot of that is a lot of personality. Like there's a lot of um, even like some of the lyrics in that song. They're very sort of personal to to you know one person that's gone through a certain thing. Um, yeah, it's really awesome. But uh, if I if like like I said to answer your question with the whole EP thing, then I. Like, I've run out of things to say about it because it's been such a long time having these songs just, like, chilling on our iPods and ch chilling on our, like, devices and whatever. We Only we can hear them and our family can hear them. That, like, now that other people can hear them, like, I'm just like, here they are. Enjoy. <laughs> like, have your own opinions and you know, tell me what you think about them because I've had them for so long. I really want other people to like hear them finally, like they're finally yours. <laughs> like they're almost like giving away like your babies to someone. It's it's pretty scary actually, but like at the same time, it's it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, no, I mean, I can understand that. It's it's essentially the uh, the way I see it is it, it kind of seems like I think all of us in here would agree that. I mean, as much as I want 
millions of people to love the music I'm making. I'd prefer 500 people who love every song for what it truly is than just like maybe 5,000 who just heard a song in a playlist one point in time and were like, oh, this was kind of cool and then skipped over it. Yeah, right? that's, oh, I really like the riff at that point. And you're like, yeah, but did you hear about what I was trying to sing about? Or like, like I, I do get what you're saying, actually, there. Like a lot of people like identify with music a lot more, like especially our music. And then they'll like, like, like message us and be like oh my god this part like i can't believe that like this spoke to me and blah 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 and that like is the most important thing ever like that shit there is like that makes us real real happy and that makes it all worthwhile when like someone just comes up and just like oh, i was listening to happy sad and you know i had this like like motive to just all of a sudden look at life in a different way and and all this and knowing that you know you're changing someone else's life is like extremely important because like i was saying before that's what it was like for me when i listened to these old ass bands like listening to those bands and being like shit like that actually got into me like i actually felt that do you know what I mean? like that made me want to do something so already having that influence on just two songs of the ep like i just can't wait for them to hear the other ones now yeah, man. So. And so with that being said, we do have to wrap up here. But uh, right, we, cool. we've been doing a new segment on the show, and we've been getting some pretty interesting answers. Now, the, I just want you to think of the first word that comes to your mind. Let us know what that is when I ask you this. What is being a creative, being an artist to you? After that, you get to elaborate on the word with have however many words you want. But like, if you had to pick one word to define that at this point in your life, what would that be? Everything. Everything. Okay. And that's, how, how are awesome. you everything? Because literally like I have gone through personally, I've gone through some extremely hard times growing up. And even this year alone, I've battled with anxiety and depression, extremely, extremely hard. But like the only thing that's kept me going really is like creating music and using the, you know, horrible feelings and all these demons and everything like using all of that negative energy and putting it on like into like music and creating songs and stuff that other people can look at and go shit that's what i'm going through do you know what i mean like that that right there is exactly how i'm feeling like that sort of stuff keeps you going because that's like something you can't you you can't just have that that makes any sense for sure like that's just like something that you have to go through these horrible things and then elaborate on like what it all means to you so yeah it literally just that is for me being an artist being a musician is everything like i'm like i make coffee for a living but being a musician is everything like i could go after this conversation i could go into my bathroom again <laughs> create a new song on an acoustic guitar and all of a sudden maybe that's gonna be the next big single do you know what i mean like right it is everything it is keeps me going amazing man so with that being said it was an absolute pleasure talking with you and and getting to know you please like let's uh after this call stay on for a second let's just get each other's instagrams man stay in touch it was this was a great i had a great time chatting with you Mm mm-hmm
Yeah, it was awesome. After all of the uh, all of the Skype problems, it was uh, it was awesome. Uh, Skype got... Skype's not going to stop us from having a good time, dude. <laughs> Skype will never <laughs> stop friendship. Exactly. Now, no, 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 no. Speaking of social media and all that, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you, what they can expect from Victory Lane, and and what song you want us to leave the listeners with? All right, so you can find us on all socials, Victory Lane UK. Um. Second question, what was the second question? <laughs> what's what's uh, coming down the pipeline for Victory Lane? <laughs> All right, so what's next? We're actually, like, obviously, we're releasing that, uh, that the EP that may or may not be out as you're listening to this. Um, it's called Bare Bones, five songs, uh, all mean everything, and literally cannot wait for you guys to hear it all. And if I have to leave you with a song that you can hear at this very moment, it would probably be the Happy Sad which is the song I was talking about where like I was battling with depression and, uh, and mental illnesses and stuff. Um, I think it's a really, really, um, it's a really, I, I'm really proud of the song for the message and everything, but it's also like a bop and I think you'll enjoy it a lot. So. Word, awesome. so well, uh, yeah, I would love to get, uh, get you back on the show at some point later to see how the EP did and how everything is different now. That's an awesome idea, man. I'm definitely down for that. Awesome, dude. Hell yeah, bro. Thank you again. And here is Happy Sad by Victory Lane.
I'll settle to be.